0: This is an important announcement for anyone who wants health insurance, even if you miss the deadline. Right now, you can get the health insurance you and your family need from top insurance providers, even if you have pre-existing conditions or no insurance at all. The Plus Benefits Health Insurance toll-free number has been extended to help anyone who wants health insurance coverage now or if you need a better plan or a lower price. Call Plus Benefits Health Insurance now at 800-332-1993. The call is 100% free and the help is real. Call 800-332-1993. That's 800-332-1993. Welcome, Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services, and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. Yes, it's now with this New Year's weekend, our 26th year on the air. Happy New Year's weekend, everyone. This is the Into Tomorrow for the broadcast of Friday, January 1st, 2021, I am Dave Graveline. I am Chris Graveline. And we do appreciate you joining us. Oh, by the way, now you can even send us a text to our 800 number. Thanks to Text Me Anywhere. Try it. We'll select some for a few prizes. If you've got a question or comment and you don't want to call for some reason and you don't want to email, then text us the question or comment. And, again, just we always ask for first name and city, at least. First name and city to 800-899-4686. You can send a text now. So we want to make it as easy as we possibly can. As easy as pie, you might say. Oh, my gosh, now I want more pecan pie and pumpkin pie and cherry pie. I'm still full from Christmas dinner, but thanks. Oh, but I always have room for pie. Anyway... Feel free to text us if you want. We'd much rather hear from you with any consumer tech question you have, or concern, or help for another listener. The most preferred way is how? With our free Into Tomorrow app. Oh, there you go. The audio option. You sound like you're sitting on Chris's lap right here in the studio.
1: The second most preferred way? By calling our 800 number. It's free from anywhere in North America. Mm -hmm. 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. The third most preferable way.
0: Carrier pigeon? Yeah. And the fourth <laughs> most preferable way is now to text to the 800 number. And you could do yeah. that. And you know it works because you should get an auto reply saying, new phone, who dis? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, if, but no, we'll try to address your text on the air. What? But if you're going to text the number, why not just call the number? No, exactly. That's kind of what I'm thinking. And you can do it 24-7, anytime, day or night.
1: That's usually what 24-7 Yeah, I know. I just thought I'd clarify, <laughs> just in case. Some tech news and commentary, and then Laura standing by from Shreveport, Louisiana. The recent resurgence of vinyl records apparently wasn't a fad. The, uh, I have to be careful how I say this. The British phonographic industry um, <laughs> announced that. Yeah, make sure the H is in there. Yes. Okay. Announced that 4.8 million LP albums were sold this year alone in the UK. That's almost 10% higher than 2019 and consistent year over year growth since 2007. Vinyl has a resurgence, yeah. no doubt. According to the BPI, vinyl sales haven't been this strong since the early 90s. Wow. The format now represents 18% of album sales in the UK and notably creates, quote, twice as much in industry revenues as music video streaming platforms such as YouTube. The format is enjoying a similar revival here in the U.S. Back in September, the Recording Industry Association of America, that's the group that hands out all those gold and platinum records, reported that vinyl had outsold CDs for the first time since the 1980s. Vinyl isn't the only retro format making a comeback. The Humble cassette is expected to hit 157,000 sales in the UK this year. No. It's a tiny figure, but double what the format achieved the year before. Cassettes? Cassettes. I I didn't think they were around anywhere in the world anymore. Well, true audiophiles will tell you that analog audio is still a lot better than digital. Oh, and people who go to vinyl never go back. Yeah.
0: And people are always talking about how they love their MP3s and they love their satellite radio. It's crap. It's so compressed that if you truly love that music, you don't know what you're missing. Mm-hmm. Hear it on vinyl. Hear it on an uncompressed file, a lossless file, a wave format, or a high-resolution MP3. It's going to sound like a whole different singer or band or group, what have you. Because don't, don't be happy just because you get all these channels, like on satellite radio, that you have to pay for. Radio should be free, like you're listening to us on. and Or our podcasts, at least, are free as well if we don't have a radio station near you that carries a show. But at least appreciate the good quality of good music. And it ain't on satellite radio or your typical MP3s or
1: streaming. You gotta hear a lot better quality, and you will be blown away. Yeah, in fact, you know when when the the music industry started making this shift from analog to digital, I had worked at a a TV production company that shared a building with you know a legendary recording studio Mm -hmm. here in Miami, and even though they had upgraded all their rooms, all their studios, all this digital equipment, ninety six channel automatic mixers, they still had vacuum tube amplifiers and multi track audio cassette recorders in every room because a lot of artists would come in and they only wanted to record on analog. Yeah. It's pretty wild, and that's the same place, Criteria, that had a real
0: reverb
1: hall or tunnel, if you will. It went like half the building. Yeah, Yeah, it was an echo chamber. It was great. It had a huge speaker on one end, a microphone on the other, and that's all it was. Was just a white, an empty room to get Mm -hmm. real echo.
0: I mean, where do you think we get tech history, 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 history?
1: It's from that block long thing. It's not us saying it. That would be silly. Electric car maker Tesla is soaring high with a $627 billion market cap and a stock price that's up 813% this year, but Elon Musk really wanted to sell the company to Apple back in the days when Tesla was struggling. And according to Musk, Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple since 2011, wouldn't even sit down for a meeting to discuss the possibility. Oh, how stuck up can he be? Musk recently tweeted, during the darkest days of the Model 3 program, I reached out to Tim Cook to discuss the possibility of Apple acquiring Tesla for $1 tenth of our current value, he refused to take the meeting. Now, those darkest days are likely sometime in 2018 when Musk's company struggled to meet production goals for the Model 3. There were also reports of autopilot failures as well as investigations into unsafe working conditions. Wow. But it kind of re- reminds me of the days when Netflix was just starting to come into their own and they they were actually laughed out of the boardroom when they went to try to get Blockbuster to buy them. Yeah. And now who's still around? Right. <laughs> it ain't Blockbuster yeah. and it ain't Netflix in terms of mailing DVDs, although
0: they're still doing that for a lot of people it's really weird but boy they survived and made a gazillion dollars and blockbuster goodbye Uh so that that'll teach you take a meeting with somebody especially if they're an up-and-comer because you never know doesn't mean you got to buy them but at least take the meeting discuss it maybe lay some ground rules or something see if there's something you can work out so, typical Apple, though uh-huh. their nose is so far up in the air that they didn 't want to hear from from Tesla exactly Elon Musk is now laughing all the way to the bank all the way to the bank <laughs> and back again, yeah, in his Tesla uh-huh. pretty bizarre. Have you had uh, trouble with your Mac display? Well, you haven't because we don't use Macs. But Mac Rumors reports that Apple has finally confirmed a compatibility issue with ultra wide or super ultra wide displays when they're connected to Macs that have the M1 chip. The company says a fix should be in the
1: future Mac OS update. It's not there yet, but in the future, we should have a fix. Now, if Apple could just send out a fix for the thing that me and countless of other iPhone users are experiencing, still there's been this thing with, uh, you've noticed it because I haven't responded to many texts that you sent. Well, mm-hmm. my phone never alerts me that I've gotten a new text. I happen to, I'll happen go into my text list, oh, it's there, but it doesn't give me a little icon, it doesn't give no me a sound. Yeah. And that's apparently a widespread problem. It still is and has mm-hmm. been for weeks, and there's been no fix for it yet. I have a fix. I'm not getting an Android. <laughs> Well, that would fix it. My iPhone's paid off. I'm not getting rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you could trade it in for a less expensive Android. And then I have to learn a whole new OS. Oh, it's easy. No, it's not. Us droids are very helpful with fellow droids. That's because you're simple-minded. Yeah. <gasps> Ouch! <I> mean... <laughs> wow,
0: the nerve. Help me here. Call in and slam Chris for me and his being an iPhoney, will you? 800-899-2. Keeping track of all your passwords, of course, is a pain. To complicate matters, cybersecurity experts say multi-factor authentication is ideal for increased protection. So being asked for a password or PIN and a smartphone or FOB and a retina scan or fingerprint is becoming commonplace. Well, of course, that's a pain. But it's not the gross part. Huh? Researchers are now working on using, are you ready? The roof of your mouth which is unique as a personal identifier instead of your fingerprints. But the fingerprints are also unique. (laughs) Well, but you might ask yourself, why the roof of your mouth? Well, the roof of your mouth is more secure because your fingerprint can be lifted from an object that you've touched. As Sean McMahon says, you aren't exactly leaving roof of mouth prints anywhere that's as easy for cyber criminals to find. So I, I can see it now. You're going to unlock your phone by sticking the corner of your phone in your mouth so there'll be a sensor that can look up and identify you by the roof of your mouth. Not while you're eating, I
1: hope, Yeah, because but that's, at some point. That's, your phone is the most sanitary thing to stick into your mouth. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> Got to be a way. Well, maybe you won't have to stick it in there. You just have to kind of aim it and then it'll light up and then snap a quick picture of your roof and
1: then say, oh, yep, yeah, that's Chris. Yeah, but what happens to people like me that tend to always burn the roof of their mouth with like a hot slice of pizza or something? You Then you just can't eat pizza anymore. I can't do that. I can't give up pizza for anything. <laughs> well, <laughs> then you won't be secure. Yeah. I'm sorry to tell you. The FAA said that small drones will be allowed to fly over people and at night in the United States, a significant step toward their use for widespread commercial deliveries. The FAA said its long-awaited rules will address security concerns by also requiring remote identification technology in most cases to enable their identification from the ground. Previously, small drone operations over people were limited to operations over people who were directly participating in that particular operation. Locate- well, that sounds confusing, yeah. but I, I think I understand. This is government wording. Yeah. Um, located under a covered structure or inside a stationary vehicle, unless the operators had obtained a waiver from the FAA. Drone manufacturers will have 18 months to begin producing drones with remote ID, and operators will have an additional year to provide that remote ID. Now, remote ID is required for all drones weighing about a half a pound or more, but is required for smaller drones under certain circumstances, like flights over open air assemblies. Oh, okay, interesting. But how would that be? Like, like the app you have on your
0: iPhoney that you can point to the sky and it'll show you where planets are? No, it's fl- flying drones over.
1: People. No, I understand,
0: <laughs> but the remote ID. For it's, anybody it's, on the it's, ground. It's,
1: it's an ID in the drone to be able to send so that it can be identified by the FAA or anybody else that has a, a scanner to, to see whose drone or what drone that is. That's, okay, in that's what I'm saying. So yeah.
0: you maybe point a phone at it. Possibly. And, oh, it belongs to Dave. Yeah.
1: So,
0: and he's a good guy, so I won't complain or, or try to shoot it down. Yeah, I don't know. Or see, it seems like kind of government overreach to me, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Well, but at least now if they're letting it, maybe I'll fly one of my drones again because you I can, can. fly you're, it you're over the within people. five miles
1: of an airport. Ah, I'll
0: fly it low. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It doesn't matter. You're That's not allowed the to fly it at all. Fly, you
1: can't fly your drone at all, yet you've got trees out in your neighborhood that are, you know, 40 feet high, and you can't fly a drone even 30 feet high because it poses a risk because you're too close to an airport. Well, then come cut down all the damn trees. Yeah, exactly. Because how many planes, <laughs> thank God, don't fly into the trees?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's so stupid. Dyson has enabled Google Assistant integration for several of its products, including air purifiers, smart vacuums, and fans. This means homeowners can control these devices with vocal commands, as well as set up routines to automate them with other smart devices in your home. So,
1: thank you, Dyson, for getting with it. It's now 2021. Mm -hmm. Panasonic has started testing a new delivery robot in suburban Tokyo. The delivery robot is being tested in what's called the Fujisawa Sustainable Smart Town. Panasonic staged a test run for members of the press earlier this month. Based on a modified wheelchair design, the robot measures roughly 45 by 45 by 26 inches and weighs about 265 pounds. The robot is autonomous and can avoid most obstacles, according to the company. But there are human overseers in a remote control room the, that make sure that nothing goes wrong and they can get the, the robot back on path if he goes astray. Well, that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like how they say, you know, how they call them human overseers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I see. That's scary. They could simply have said by humans. Yeah. Basically, but, it's, it's a yeah. control room of people that are looking at screens that have the view of the camera of the robots. Yeah. And maybe can shut it down if it starts attacking. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> uh, the robots are currently being tested without actually carrying any packages. But the next phase of the trials will begin in February when the robot will deliver food and other daily staples to local residents. Interesting, though. I think that would be cool. I'd yeah. love to answer the door. And
0: it's a robot. Hello, Dave. Here's your dinner. Maybe it won't quite sound like that.
1: Well, you'll open the door and say, "Oh, hi, robot. Can I have my food?" And it'll say, "I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that."
0: No, you don't <laughs> think it would actually say anything like that, do you? It might, because that would be very bizarre if it if it did. I don't. I don't see that saying it. No. I'm sorry, Dave. Oh, hey. I'm afraid I can't do that. Holy cow! You, I, you know. How did you do that? I think it was a bug. It was a bug, Dave. Ah, I told you. Can you hear me, Dave? Yes. Oh, my God. Hello, Dave. Mm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. (laughs) (sighs) Somebody take the sound machine away from him. Yeah, please. The sound machine has gotten carried away. (laughs) What can I say? Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. Okay. Laura in Shreveport, Louisiana, listening on 710 Keel and is calling, thank you, Laura, we love you, using the free Into Tomorrow app.
2: My husband is recently retired and we've taken to our motorhome to explore the country. I homeschool our youngest child and we use the internet for research and basically as a library. We're wondering what our best And least expensive option is for reliable internet. Most of the time when we camp, it is not at a campground that might have Wi-Fi. Typically, we camp in the wilderness on public lands where no Wi-Fi is available. What do you think our best option might be?
0: Wow, cool. Well, first of all, Laura, that's a really good question. Your options, though, won't be too great, especially if you're relying on streaming media and not just digital books, for example. Normally, we'd recommend a Wi-Fi antenna that would help you pick up the campsite's Wi-Fi. But since that's not an option, and as you mentioned, most of the time, all you really have left are cell signal solutions. Now, that means that you can share your phone's hotspot signal, or you can get a standalone hotspot. Either option will generally work as long as, as there is, of course, cell phone signal in the area,
1: and as long as that signal is strong enough to be used reliably. Yeah. Now, Since you mentioned camping on public land, that's not a given. Whenever possible, try to stay closer to highways. The noise will be pain, but at least you'll have cell phone signal. Now, one thing that might help you get around the signal issues is getting a separate hotspot from a different provider than your main cell phone so that you have two options when it comes to deciding which to use and getting a signal booster. There are some like the WeBoost XRV or the SureCall Fusion To-Go RV that are made for campers. They'll typically take power from a 12-volt outlet and will improve your signal. Yeah, but now Laura just to
0: kind of reiterate what Chris just said about making sure if you get a separate uh, Wi-Fi hotspot or a MiFi type thing for mobile uh, Wi-Fi, uh, let's say your phones are on T-Mobile, then you want to get one on Verizon or AT&T. So that way you know if the T-Mobile signal's good and the other's not, use your phone's hotspot. If T-Mobile doesn't have many bars, if you will, you don't have good signal, but the other one does give you some signal, well, there you go. But at least you have those options. And, yeah, I know you don't want to park uh, near a highway because of the noise, but, again, how important is it to have cell phone signal and be able to have Internet access? Let us know what you end up going with. It'll help others. And let's meet it at tomorrow.com.
1: Hey guys, it's Sue Kosner, your favorite sexual health expert, with another version of Ask the Pro. This month, I got a letter from Sandy in Seattle about an explosive
0: bedroom secret she and her husband recently discovered. She writes, Dear Sue, my husband
1: and I used to have a great life in the bedroom, but in the last few years, he has struggled. He's tried about everything, but nothing has worked. Then one day he came home and gave me a night I will never forget. He told me about this secret formula, Noxotril, that changed our life in the bedroom once and for all. Wow, Sandy, you beat me to it. I recommend noxatril to every guy that struggles in the bedroom. It's the only one. noxatril is all natural and works to increase blood flow fast. It's like that little blue pill on steroids. noxatril has a special free bottle offer shipped discreetly to your door. To find out how to get your bottle of noxatril call
0: 800-574-5007, 800-574-5007. Get your free bottle for a limited time. Call now, 800-574-5007, 800-574-5007 i love my tv and cell
2: phone and merry christmas from guam where america's day begins
0: well thank you patricia in guam we appreciate that. We have an affiliate there and always happy to hear from our audience in Guam. You know, you can use our free Into Tomorrow app and participate in a very happy new year as
1: well to you, Patricia, and everyone listening in Guam and around the world. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by StreamGuys.com, providing the 24-7 stream of Into Tomorrow on our website at IntoTomorrow.com and on our free apps.
2: IFA
0: IFA is one of the largest and oldest tech shows in the world. With this, we look
2: back at IFA's Historic
0: Here's Chris Graveline. IFA history, IFA, history. IFA
1: history. At IFA in 1995, Schneider, a German company which disappeared soon after, showed a sensational new technology displaying TV images with laser beams. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. yes. Down, down there. Uh, <laughs> the technology never made it to the market, despite continuous developments by several companies and heavy investments. We still see prototypes of laser display technology, or LDT, with amazing picture quality at trade shows, but it seems that this Berlin world premiere would have to be filed in the failure bin. I know nothing. Hmm. That's this week's IFA update brought to you by Messe Berlin. Be sure to visit ifa-berlin.com. When you call in and
0: participate on the program, preferably with our free Into Tomorrow app, you can win some fabulous prizes. For example, we've got these goodies. No promises, no guarantees. But let us know if you'd like one of these things. We'll do our best to get it to you. From Infinicore, Wally Grip, detachable wallet, grip,
1: and stand for your smartphone. Oh, these are actually pretty cool. From Turtle Beach, Stealth 700 wireless gaming headsets. From Polo, we've got some of their item finders. You find your keys, phone, or backpack in seconds, and others from Lexip and Bitch Limited. All you need to do is call
0: 800 8992. Finding the right experts to help you grow your business is always a challenge. Chameleon Collective is a hybrid marketing service and consulting firm that is hyper focused on growing businesses from digital marketing. To optimizing your sales efforts. Our experts drive results. Our work and track history, ranging from innovative startups to Fortune 500 companies, speaks for itself. Learn more by visiting chameleoncollective.com or call us at 1 800 914 0245 today. Welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. This, our 25th year bringing you into tomorrow, our 25th year on the air, covering the latest in consumer tech products and services, gadgets and gizmos, all sorts of things available today and into tomorrow. Of course, always inviting you to meet us at intotomorrow.com or my last name, Graveline.com, if you will. It'll bring you to the same place. Our next guest is with a premium media streaming company with products and solutions that are evolving the frontier of digital out of home. I mean, that all sounds fascinating, and we're always grasping for more cool stuff. The chief product officer and co-founder of a company called Loop Media is Liam McCallum. Liam, welcome into tomorrow. Thanks for spending a couple of minutes with us. How are you doing?
2: Fantastic. Thank you.
0: It's a pleasure to have you with us. Uh, tell me a little bit, if you would, first about uh, Loop uh, Media. What is the company? And then let's get into some of the things that uh, we can chat about today.
2: Sure, sure. Well, Loop is a media company. Uh, we stream TV channels to both businesses uh, and homes. So when you walk into a hard rock cafe and you see your music videos playing, that's us. Uh, when you turn on the TV and watch a movie trailer channel, that's most likely us as well.
0: Very cool. And apparently that's us, or you, <laughs> behind you. Uh, so is this just that's one right. of your channels that you've chosen to, to throw up uh, on, on your virtual background at this point and kind of give us an idea of some activity? Huh?
2: That's it. That's it. So music video channels are our forte. Uh, we've been streaming uh, music videos into businesses for the last couple of decades. Uh, and, you know, we've just recently migrated to in the house for, for consumers
0: very good because i think mtv that's supposed to be music television for decades right. uh, kind of gave that up did they not i mean when do you see a music video on mtv anymore it's usually reality nonsense or or you know some other stuff that you might be able to catch but it's rare that you get an actual music video and that's what you specialize in
2: that's right so yeah, we, um, we specialize in linear channels, what MTV, I guess, used to be. Yeah. Uh, we, we've had a couple of deals recently with you know, TiVo and Plex and Gas Station TV uh, to put these music video channels um, back on the airwaves.
0: And I would imagine that especially during this COVID pandemic, uh, your business model, maybe certainly the streaming space in general, has changed dramatically has it changed a lot for you guys are you you finding that you're streaming different kinds of content or just more of it
2: you know we we had a couple of uh, opportunities to really rethink how we did things during COVID. because you might not know but uh, loop Uh, is into businesses. So 90% of our business are bars and restaurants. So the first thing we did was, uh, you know, look at that relationship with our businesses and and venues are obviously doing it very tough right now. Uh, If they're open at all, they're looking at ways to slash as many costs as possible. Uh, So we decided to launch a free ad-supported service so venues can run their music videos and and digital signage absolutely free. Uh, It also gave us the opportunity to really look at direct to consumer. Uh, We hadn't done that before. Uh, We've recently just got the music video licenses, which is super tough uh, to go direct to consumer. So those same music videos can now be enjoyed at home.
0: Terrific and and great that you mentioned that as well. Was it also a a kind of demand or major request from a lot of consumers that said, "Hey, I've seen your content in my favorite bar or restaurant back in the day when I could go, Um, and and you know (laughs) how do I get that? You know, I I love the music videos, uh, even if they're playing in the background, but you know it certainly gets your attention. Uh, Was it by request even or public demand that you said, you know, why aren't we doing it for consumers? And now you.
2: that's right that's right so the customers would walk in uh they really wanted to bring these channels home and so a lot of our businesses have their own unique channels they can program their own uh brand if you will so if you walk into a a margaritaville it might be a very different music video experience than a texas roadhouse Uh, and the customers wanted to bring that brand with them back home and so that's why we launched a mobile app so you can scan the QR code up on the TV and bring that playlist home.
0: You must know that a Margaritaville is right up the street from us because we're in Miami and exactly. Hollywood is certainly one of the popular um, ones. Do you, do you see the role of, of music videos changing as we head further into tomorrow? Or, again, more of the same, but just the fact that you've got a lot more opportunity now?
2: Um, I wouldn't say changing I think it's, it's more about rediscovery mm. so I think the the industry in general is betting big on what we call short form content yep. you know people are looking for bite sized entertainment that they can tune in and out of really quickly uh, and music videos I think are the original short form content in fact,
0: a lot of the folks uh, that are probably enjoying your music videos these days don't even know about MTV and how it started as music videos. It's like, oh, really? Exactly. They used to play them, you know. It's like somebody that says, you know, oh, George Harrison with, was with a group before the Beatles, you know. I mean, <laughs> what? You know, but you hear that from <laughs> from some younger folk, uh, so you're really kind of helping them discover this whole genre of what music videos are all about, and it's not just eh, go to YouTube. And play one at a time one of your favorites or even build a playlist Uh, you're building the playlist for them
2: well exactly i I mean i think we're the only dedicated music video experience in terms of just a standalone app you've got audio apps of course you've got spotify and apple music but there's no just dedicated uh, music video experience and like you mentioned to date youtube has been the only way to watch music videos uh and people when they really want to sit down and and watch it actively or put it in the background passively, they don't want a funny cat video to come after their favorite playlist, (laughs) right?
0: Exactly. And you mentioned, of course, you're, you're now doing an ad-supported thing, so you yeah. may have to tolerate a, a couple of ads here and there, but it's like radio. You know, you're know, you not paying for it. Uh, the commercials support us, and our advertisers exactly. bring the content to you. Uh, so it's the same sort of thing. People not only tolerate it, but maybe get to learn something about a new product or, or can react to a product that they hear on a commercial, and in this case, get back to their music videos as well. But it's a lot more, as I understand understand that loop tv than just music videos too i'm i'm seeing on your website hollywood trailers uh, college sports hilarious viral videos so i mean you've got a lot of different content that i guess folks you can do. pick and choose from
2: and that's really from demand uh in the venues in the businesses uh sometimes they might have just audio playing they might have the big game playing uh, when sports was was a thing yes uh, right.
0: when there were but, games that were even worth exactly. watching yeah
2: <laughs> But, but most venues have, you know, multiple TV screens. If you walk into some sports bars, they, they've got 20 TV screens. Yeah. Uh, and so they're looking for content to, to run on their second screen or their third screen. And those viral videos are fantastic. Sometimes you walk in and, and, and the, the game might be on, but everyone's looking at these funny viral videos in, sure. in between. Yeah. Uh, trailers are, are great for, I think, more of our at home customers. They just like to, to turn on the trailer channel and see what's playing. Uh, and we've recently done a deal with a company called Airbus that um, uh, shoots drone footage, yeah. uh, which is, again, so it's not just bars and restaurants. It's really anywhere, any venue, uh nail salons and spas and, and medical offices, pretty much anywhere that there's a TV screen that needs content, we've gone out and sourced that content for them.
0: So like the one that you mentioned, drone videos, is this uh, where they're just kind of flying over various landscapes and so forth, letting folks enjoy uh, those kinds of views, you know, a bird's eye view of something?
2: No, absolutely. And it depends on the location. So uh, if it's a spa, then obviously there'll be um, waterfalls and and nature nice and mellow things that's right, (laughs) that's right, if it's uh a a restaurant that that uh, is more active, then maybe it's snowboarding and uh, surfing that
0: type of thing. Oh, very cool. And it's great that that content is not only available, but becoming more and more available. People are getting very creative these days, as I'm sure I don't have to tell you and your team, because you're <laughs> able to cull this information and, and the various video content uh, available. Right. Um, and you mentioned some uh, a partnership. I know you've done other recent partnerships uh, to make things even more available for folks.
2: We've done partnerships, again, with uh, Duke and Media for the viral videos, um, drone videos, trailers, uh, Pac-12 Sports. You know, hopefully they get back up and running again. But, uh, yeah, we're trying to partner with as many people as possible.
0: And the trailers, some people might be listening and saying, really? I mean, there's like a channel where you can just watch movie trailers. Yeah, and people do. You know, they it's too. amazing whether or not they just want to share, hey, we've got to see this when it's available finally, or when the movie comes out or when we can actually go back to the theater and eat popcorn at the same time or or whatever. <laughs> but the point being is that a lot of people uh, and the movie companies have have gotten smart over the last couple of years, too, with making the trailers a little longer, a little more of mm-hmm. the story. And I think that helps, too. I mean, you've got to do 30 or 60 seconds for a TV spot, but they can do three or four minutes on a nice trailer for something like your movie trailer channel. And you see a lot more content. Uh, hopefully the movie's as good as the trailer, you know, that old thing. But, <laughs> but I guess you have found that folks want to see that stuff and they don't get tired of it.
2: Some people put it on in the background, uh, just on, on, on the TV and, and run it. We see all day sometimes, okay. uh, sometimes they just tune in to see, see what's, what's happening. It's not just the movies. It's. Yeah, Netflix and Hulu and the other platforms as well.
0: Yeah. You talk uh, about indie artists uh, facing some mm-hmm. challenges these days. Uh, what are those challenges and, and how can folks help? Uh, I've always said for many, many years, especially uh, years ago, we've been on the air for 25 years. And early on when we were talking about don't pirate your best group's music or your favorite artist's music because you want to support them. If you like their music, you like what they're doing. Then don't steal their their content, right? Uh, is that one of the issues that that you find, especially indie artists, are, are having some difficulty with these days?
2: I think all artists are having difficulty during COVID. Uh, the the major artists we see are delaying a lot of uh, output right now. Obviously, they can't tour. Uh, the indie artists, I think, uh, have been a little bit more resilient. They're used to just pumping out uh, content on 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 a more regular basis. And and Loop, really, we, we always have and we always will support the indie artists. Uh, we're all about the indie. We're all about the exposure of the indie artists. We feature them in our app, in our TV channels. We run quarterly virtual concerts for them. Nice. Uh, we play their music in Loop business venues. But I think uh, most importantly, we put our money where our mouth is and pay multiple times more than YouTube
0: does. Yeah, well, there you exactly. Exactly. Well, and that means there's hope, uh, even in the pandemic scenario, for more indie artists uh, to say, yeah, right. hey, Loop.TV is where I want to go because they are supporting us more so than others. And and I think what you're doing is awesome. I hope you keep it up. And of course, Loop.TV, uh, for those watching, you've seen that because it's on the screen the whole time time. But uh, Loop Media, the chief product officer and co-founder, Liam McCallum, thanks for spending a few minutes with us. And uh, we'll look forward to getting you back soon. I'm sure you'll be doing more unique things. Uh, And not that I have 20 TVs in my living room, but it's nice to know you have a nice variety of content.
2: Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure.
0: It's our pleasure. Again, loop.tv for more information. We'll get you there when you hit us up at intotomorrow.com. I'm Dave Graveline. We continue bringing you further into tomorrow right here on the Advanced Media Network. Balance of Nature. Changing the world one life at a time. So what did the um, ophthalmologist. For my eye exam, I usually go yearly. He says, what are you doing? And I told him about the nature. He said, well, whatever you're doing, keep it up.
2: My primary doctor, she couldn't get over how much better I was doing. She said she'd never seen anything like it.
0: I hope this is really kicking off because it's, it's been a godsend, I'm telling you. I mean, I'm a pharmacist, and for two years, I haven't had a cold. Balance of nature has impacted my life in a positive way. Don't wait to see what getting over 10 servings of whole fruits and vegetables every day can do for you. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Start your journey to better health today by calling 1-800-2468-751. 1-800-2468-751. 1-800-2468-751. 1-800-2468-751. this holiday season provide you with all the cool tech you can afford and may the year end on a cheerful note and make way for a fresh and bright new year hi it's dave graveline wishing you a very merry christmas and a very happy new year now back to me and the into tomorrow team why thank you dave you're welcome dave no i appreciate it no thanks it's all your pleasure no it is my pleasure okay i got carried away there uh but that's true Myself and Chris and everybody wish you all a very happy new year on this first show of our 26th year on the air, first show of
1: 2021. Delighted to have you with us. And who are you? I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available wherever you live or work. Text RADIO to 35000. Again, uh, text the word RADIO to 35000. So, so you're not texting the word a uh, radio. No. Just, just text just,
0: the word radio. radio. You just said uh, uh radio. Well, I say uh, a lot. Yeah, you do. And um, and you know. But you've been better. Yeah, you know. (laughs) Um, Is this Kailua? Kailua. Kailua. Not like the drink. No. So Lou in Kailua, Hawaii, listens online, most likely to our free Into Tomorrow podcast. Hey, Lou.
2: I have an old Acer 1 netbook. It's in fairly good shape, but I'd like to install Linux on it. Can you tell me what the best Linux distribution to use is?
0: No, we can't, Lou, because if we do, we're going to get yelled at by fans of other distributions. Having said that, you probably want to try Ubuntu. Ubuntu is Debian-based, and it's extremely popular and has been for a long time. It also continues to include a Try Ubuntu feature that lets you sample the operating system before committing to install it, and that's kind of a nice perk. MX Linux is another popular
1: choice. It's also Debian or Debian-based and also very user-friendly and quite polished. Mint is very well-liked. As part of the installation, you'll be able to select one of several different desktop environments, some of which are relatively similar to Windows, at least in the distribution of the start menu, if that matters to you. Now, since we mentioned a few Debian-based distributions, we should probably mention Debian itself. Debian is one of the oldest and most widely used flavors of Linux. It powers a good deal of the cloud infrastructure that we all rely on, and it's extremely popular for servers. Now, those services typically run headless, so the desktop environment is not necessarily the first thing that comes to mind with Debian, but it is fully capable of running a great UI, and it is high on features. And UI is user interface, of
0: course, yeah. Every (laughs) time we talk about anything Linux, I'm always reminded of back in the good old days, like more than a year ago, when we could still travel. And every time they had to reboot the system in the airplanes, you'd always see the Linux Penguin. And people who knew would go, ah, they're running Linux in the system. Other people would just say, oh, what a cute penguin.
1: Of course, it also made you wonder, if they had to reboot it all the time, should they really be using Linux? Maybe there was something else to use. Not Windows. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Because you don't want the blue screen of death in your
0: airplane. It's just not a good thing. But, yeah. It's all Linux. Lou, I hope that helps you out because there are several. You can read our show notes. Just look for the broadcast of the weekend of January 1st, 2021, Hour 3, and you'll see your call and our response and all of our show notes, again, at intotomorrow.com. your airline tickets book a flight today to london paris madrid or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed call the international travel department right now at low-cost airlines 800-419-2335 800-419-2335 800-419-2335 that's 800-419-2335 Hi, this is Nicole. And Elizabeth Fluffy. We're from Naples, Florida, and we just want to wish you a happy holiday and new year. Please visit Into Tomorrow online. And on the radio.
2: Back to you, Dave.
0: Wow, very cool. Thank you so much. From Naples, Florida, just the other side of the state, the left coast of Florida, if you will.
1: And we appreciate that. And a very happy New Year to you and yours as well. And to all of our listeners. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Stream Guys. Streaming media and podcasting solutions for the smartest businesses on the Internet. Visit StreamGuys.com. Michael in Tyler, Texas, listening on KTBB
0: 97.5 FM. Michael.
1: The iPads, the iPhones, even the Galaxies. The charge ports on those things, uh, man, for the amount of time that you keep those and use them, they just don't hold up. I was uh, hoping that maybe they could put some type of new connectors on there, but that's probably not going to happen. But uh, anyway, your thoughts on that. Thanks. Thanks.
0: Our pleasure, Michael. We hadn't heard a lot of complaints about the ports themselves. Lots of people complained about the cables, even though those put up with a lot of abuse. But we hadn't heard too many complaints about the ports. Now, you may be in luck, though. Odds are your phone already has another way to charge that's harder to break wireless charging.
1: Yeah, you're probably a good candidate for a charging pad that can charge your phone. Now, you should never really need to plug it in. But if you ever find yourself having to do it, at least then your port will be brand new and likely to work. Yep. And of course, the USB-C connectors have made a big
0: difference too, because you can't plug it in wrong. It can plug in either direction, upside down, right side up, what have you. And therefore, you're not forcing it in like you do with other connectors
1: and that's really the cause for a lot of those usb ports breaking Mm because you're all the constant trying to plug it in upside down yep exactly
0: what do you think and let us know at 800-899-INTO or better yet the into tomorrow app bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology this has been into tomorrow with dave graveline to participate with dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime 24 7